0: This is 680-CJOB. I'm Brett McGarry. This week on the Couch Potatoes, we'll dissect what is being heralded by many as the best new show of the fall season. This is Us,
1: plus... I'm Jeff Braun. We'll see how This Is Us stacks up against the rest of the
0: new crop of shows rating-wise, plus... We'll also tell you what's coming on home video, Blu-ray, DVD, digital HD, and what have you. First, it's the news... From the couch. Did we order Chinese, Greek, and Italian food last night? And hot dogs.
1: Ugh. Last night's a blur. Hey, what did we end up watching? Uh, was it Baby Monitor Sound of Fear? Or Coed Call Girl? No, I'd remember if we'd rocked a spelling. Hey, they should make a lifetime movie out of that poor Tory spelling falling at Benihana. Teppanyaki, Grill of Death. The first trailer for the upcoming Netflix revival of Gilmore Girls came out this week to the delight of its fans, and most seem to be impressed. The season, made up of four 90-minute episodes, is called Gilmore Girls, A Year in the Life, and catches up to mother and daughter Lorelei and Rory, played as always by Lauren Graham and Alexis Bledel, and they're back in Stars Hollow. We have limited time. Should we skip the town tour? can't skip the town tour. Well, we'll keep it short. There's a debate going on whether or not to take the phone booth out but where would Superman change when he comes to save our town from Ben Affleck? I made the same excellent point. Lorelai is also married to Luke apparently. I don't know if she was before but it seems like a big deal in the trailer. A lot of the rest of the old cast is back as well including Melissa McCarthy even though she's a huge movie star now. Gilmore Girls, A Year in the Life plops on Netflix November 25th.
0: I thought I knew exactly what I wanted and where I was going but lately I don't know. Things seem hazier. We're happy. Luke and I are Happy. I don't know how to do this. I was married for 50 years. Half of me is gone. I'm decluttering my life. If it brings you joy, you keep it. And if it doesn't, out it goes. No joy. He's taking the dining room chairs. They don't bring me joy. I'm feeling very lost these days. I have no job. I have no credit. I have no underwear. What? Could have been a contender. You're still a contender. Wow, are we excited about this? Wow, are we excited about this? So you can keep up with the vice. Shut your eyes, Michael Smith. We need to make something bigger, when I can survive another one. How would you like to work for the most powerful company in the world? The Hudson's Bay Company has controlled the northern trade for a hundred years, as if this land and its wealth is their birthright. It's the new world, Michael. i
1: never seen anything like it.
0: Discovery Canada has ordered a second season for its first-ever scripted drama, Frontier, and the show hasn't even started yet. The six-episode first season stars Jason Momoa and is set to debut next month. Soldiers have only one thing on their minds, protect the gold, and the fur is the gold. If these pelts get traced back to me, I will not take the fall alone. I want two things, total domination,
1: and I want Declan Harp.
0: More on who Declan Harp is in a moment. As for what the series is about... I'll just let this guy tell you. My name is Brad Payton, I directed the pilot and I'm executive producing the series. What I saw in it was that there were like camps or kingdoms of people in the fur trade. We had the Scots, the French, different native groups. The HBC or the English, they're they are very, very wealthy. But this group that Harp is leading, the Black Wolf Company, which is kind of this rebel group, are cutting into their profits. And they were all vying for power and money and in this kind of, like, bloodthirsty world. Declan Harp's defiance has the potential to be a much bigger problem. Killing him is not enough. Now, as mentioned, Frontier stars Jason Momoa. You might remember him as called Drogo. called Drogo, rather, from Game of Thrones. He's also playing Aquaman in next year's Justice League and future DC Comics movies. Tuck. Man of many words he is. In Frontier, he's Declan Harp. Do you know who I am? (laughs) He really doesn't have anything to say. Production on Season 2 is underway in Newfoundland, Nova Scotia, Ottawa, and the United Kingdom. Season 1, meanwhile, debuts on Discovery Canada on Sunday, November 6th, and will stream around the world on Netflix.
1: This is all our territory. Only if we can control it.
0: We could destroy the competition. Wipe the Hudson Bay Company off the map. This could make us richer than we ever imagined.
1: News this week about one of our favorite shows, the BBC's
0: Sherlock. Doesn't miss me. Doesn't miss me. Miss me.
1: Yes, Moriarty, we did. Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman will return early in 2017 as Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson, and in fact, very early in the new year. Something's coming. Maybe it's Moriarty. Maybe it's not. A new trailer was released this week which is basically the same as the first trailer released a few months ago with one notable addition. Right at the end it says Season 4 of Sherlock will begin New Year's Day. Typical Brit TV scheduling, the last new Sherlock came out last Christmas, so why not launch Season 4 on another holiday. The good news for North America, PBS, the channel it airs on for us, is on board and will also premiere the season on New Year's Day. They don't always follow the same scheduling. As the imported shows, most frustratingly with Downton Abbey, which would air before Christmas in England, and then a couple of months later here. But the adventures of Holmes just can't wait, so buy a new calendar and make your first entry. Sherlock Season 4, premiering January 1st.
0: The roads we walk have demons beneath, and yours have been waiting for a very long time. More news from the couch. Up next, you are listening to The Couch Potatoes. I'm Brett, he's Jeff. We are The Couch Potatoes. More news from the couch now. What's the toughest thing about being a superhero? Trying
1: to live a normal life.
0: Some news this week from Disney Pixar. A couple of highly anticipated sequels are Trading Places. The one we will now see first is The Incredibles 2. Remember The Incredibles?
1: I know you miss being a hero and your job is frustrating. I just want you to know how much it means to me that you stay at it anyway.
0: Uh, Um, honey? Hello, Mr. Incredible. About the job. We know who you are. Something's
1: happened. We have a new assignment for you.
0: What? The Incredibles debuted in 2004, about a family of superheroes and the parents get pulled back into action and bring their kids with them. The Incredibles 2 will now arrive in theaters on June 15, 2018.
1: Honey! Where's my super suit? Why do you need to know?
0: And the movie it switched spots with is Toy Story 4. Andy's going to
1: college. Can you believe it? What are you going to do with these old toys?
0: Don't you get it? We're finished. Obsolete. Over the hill.
1: Now, come on, guys. We all knew this day was coming. We're getting thrown away? No, no one's getting thrown away. We
0: ain't ever getting played with. Hold on. This is no time to be hysterical. It's the perfect time to be
1: hysterical. Should we be
0: hysterical?
1: Yes. Maybe, but not right now. Come on. Let's see how much we're going for an E.B.
0: Toy Story 3 debuted in 2010 and was nominated for Best Picture that year. It lost to the Hurt Locker, but I would argue that it was indeed the Best Picture of 2010. It also seemed like a fitting place to end the Toy Story saga. But director John Lasseter, who helmed the first two films, will direct Toy Story 4 saying they didn't want to do another movie unless it surpassed what's been done before and they think they have come up with a story that does just that. Toy Story 4 will now be released on June 21st, 2019.
1: He's looking for us. Andy's looking for us.
0: Listen up. We're busting out of here. Woody's no ordinary toy. He's brave.
1: we got to get you home before Andy leaves tomorrow.
0: But the thing that makes Woody special is he'll never give up on you, ever. Why the fancy red suit, Mr. Poole? Oh, that's because it's Christmas Day, pender, And I'm after someone on my naughty list. You're probably thinking, this was a superhero movie, but that guy in the suit just turned that other guy into a f***ing kebab. Surprise. This is a different kind of superhero story. To tell it right, we gotta take you back before I squeeze this in the spandex.
1: Deadpool was one of the best movies of the year. Everyone loved it, and it was a smash success. But there's trouble with the sequel. I didn't ask to be
0: super, and I'm no hero. But when you find out your worst enemy is after your best girl, the time has come to be up superhero. the music.
1: Uh, Last week, the director Tim Miller dropped out of Deadpool 2. Word is he and star Ryan Reynolds did not see eye to eye. But with a vacuum at the helm, one enterprising fan with the amazing name Carl Champion Jr. has started a petition to get his favorite director to do it, Quentin Tarantino.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? I didn't mean to do that. Please. Continue.
1: With his change.org petition, Carl Champion Jr. cites Tarantino's prowess with genre mashing, violence and quippy dialogue. All good points. There have been few things more enjoyable on the big screen the past 25 years than Samuel L. Jackson reciting Tarantino dialogue. Uh uh uh, uh here
0: we go. AK-47. The very best day is when you absolutely positively got to kill every in the room. Except no substitutes.
1: But if you ask me, the one thing Carl Champion Jr. is forgetting is that Tarantino's biggest gift is his ability to write a fresh original story. So locking him into a world with set rules in history would be oppressing his talents. Not that he couldn't do it, but I'd rather see something cooked up entirely in his own brain. As for Deadpool 2, they still want to start shooting it early next year, once they find a director.
0: We can't allow this, Deadpool. I don't have time for your X-Men bullsh**, Colossus. Besides, nobody's getting hurt. That guy was up there before we got here. My name is Eric Carter.
1: Whatever you think you know about me,
0: you don't. A new trailer arrived this week for a show I am very excited about, Fox's 24 Legacies. Six months ago, U.S. Special Forces launched an assault on the compound of Ibrahim Ben Khalid. I'd like to acknowledge six army rangers who risked their lives to stop his threat to attack this country. Yeah, Bin Khalid's people found us. Rebecca, we're blown. 24 ran for eight seasons on Fox before it was canceled, only to be brought back in the summer of 2014 in the form of a 12 episode event series called 24 Live Another Day. The one thing in common with all nine of those seasons, Kiefer Sutherland as Jack Bauer. You are not going to be able to hide behind the presidency. Right
1: here, right now, you are going to face justice.
0: There's no key for Sutherland this time around, so they've gone younger with a new character, Eric Carter, played by Corey Hawkins, who was Dr. Dre in last year's movie about NWA, straight out of Compton.
1: Hey, that was dope, eh? That was dope, man!
0: 24 Legacy is about an elite team of soldiers that killed a terrorist leader. Unfortunately, their names have been leaked, and that bad guy's followers are hunting them down. It's going to feel weird, I think, without Jack Bauer, but. The real-time gimmick is still intact, which always made 24 exciting. It debuts Sunday, February 5th. What is it? Activation codes. These codes go out, and there will be attacks all over this country. Do you understand me? I've got to pull a plug. I need more time. Carter,
1: where are you?
0: 24 Legacy series premiere after the Super Bowl on Fox that is the news from the couch up next we'll tell you what's coming to home video this week you are listening to the couch potatoes Brett McGarry and Jeff Braun we are the couch potatoes can to have a look now at what is coming to home video and we we've already said this in the past wasn't uh,
1: our fault the studio changed the dates on us that's our story and we're sticking to it
0: <laughs> yeah this is the movie leading the way we got no ship This one we will find hope in the impossible star trek beyond is the big movie coming at home video blu-ray and dvd on tuesday what's the date on the t- tuesday the that would be
1: uh, november 1th
0: november 1th yeah. okay, yes i i really liked star trek beyond i had a lot of fun watching that so i still
1: haven't seen star trek into darkness it's on my list Just haven't got around to it. It got some pretty
0: bad reviews. I I didn't mind it. I thought it was pretty cool, so I don't know.
1: Maybe I'll have to have a Star Trek party one of these weeks and get it all caught up. What else we got? Uh, Bad Moms, a comedy starring Mila Kunis, Kristen Bell, and Katherine Hahn, who play moms who drink too much and such like that. Uh, I've got a couple friends who've seen it. They said it was really funny, so if you're looking for a laugh, there's Bad Moms. And Nine Lives, starring Kevin Spacey, who plays a man who becomes a cat. Remember remember we oh were making God. fun of that one? Yes. Jennifer Garner's also in it. Uh if you love your children, you'll find something better for them to watch. And on T V there's a few things. There's the complete series of Hell on Wheels, including the final season. There is the Librarian season one. I don't know what that is, but it sounds
0: boring. It's like uh it's a it's <laughs> a genre show starring Rebecca Romaine
1: Oh, there you go. Outlander season two and the first two seasons of Shit's Creek. So there you go. We got some TV, and then on digital HD, Seth Rogen and his friends bring their sausage party to digital HD on Tuesday. The Blu-ray and DVD will come out a week later, November eighth. And then there's a documentary that I'm very excited about. I've heard amazing things, and it's called Tickled. I've made a career out of looking at the weird and bizarre side of life.
0: (laughs) It's quite a kick.
1: So when I discovered a strange video online, I knew I'd found my next story.
0: CET, Competitive Endurance Tickling Group, we got here.
1: Competitive Endurance Tickling. (laughs) It was one of the strangest sports I've seen. This tickling empire is way bigger than we ever imagined. They have tickle cells all over the
0: US. They're everywhere. And at some point, these boys say, I'm done the thing that she hates the most was no it was like a bomb went off your phone number and your personal information are entirely known and subject to publication on the internet
1: all hell broke (laughs) loose so this guy thinks he finds this fun cute kicker kind of story about these people that do these endurance tickling matches, which is funny in and of itself. But then it turns out there's something sinister going on. The people behind this tickling ring are uh, using it to blackmail people and stuff like that. And it turns into a thing, and this this filmmaker guy, he gets all sorts of death threats and stuff like that. It's supposed to be very good and provocative. I'm looking forward to looking at that one.
0: Also, one final note, uh, Batman Return of the Caped Crusaders. That's that animated Batman with Adam West and Burt oh, Ward. Yeah. That's now available on Blu-ray and DVD. And up next, we're going to talk about This Is Us. You're listening to The Couch Potatoes. Brett McGarry and Jeff Braun, we are The Couch Potatoes. We want to talk now about a show that's being described by many as the best new show of the fall season. It's called This Is Us. I know how complicated this delivery could get. We're not going to have this conversation. Yeah, we need to have this conversation. We're not conference. having this
1: conversation because it's not going to happen. I won't give up. I'm walking out of this hospital with
0: three healthy babies and one healthy wife. I'm going to need everyone in this room to believe that only good things are going to happen here today. Actually, I don't just want you to believe it. I want you to know it. Do you know it, baby? I love you, I won't give up on us. so when they first started running the commercials for the show which runs on nbc on tuesday nights tuesdays right yeah um i remember thinking well that looks good and be, be given that it was nbc uh I, I figured i should check it out because nbc tends to make really good family dramas they did parenthood they did parenthood which i'm ashamed i i, I i've I feel bad I didn't watch that. It's me too. Because but, it followed Friday Night Lights, which was excellent. There you go. So I yeah. figured I'm, I'm not going to repeat my mistake.
1: Anyone who's seen either of those two shows has invariably has told me that they love it. Yeah. So why not? This is us.
0: And uh, so I saw the promos and I, I had a good cast. Uh, Sterling K. Brown, who was excellent. Uh, Emmy Award winning performance in The People vs. O.J. Simpson is in it. Uh, uh, Mandy Moore. Yeah. Milo it? Ventimiglia. Amelia? I don't know yeah, how to pronounce it. That's why I didn't say it. Okay. That's why I said Mandy Moore. One of the Simons <laughs> is in
1: it. Yeah, uh, Gerald McRaney, the good Simon, the Simon you see time to time and stuff. I wonder
0: whatever happened to that other Simon? <laughs> Should look that up. Okay. Uh, so, I and I I fully intended to start watching this show, and I started recording it, and suddenly I had five episodes piled up in my PVR, and then I thought, and then I'm walking through the bookstore the other day, I went actually looking for the current issue of Entertainment Weekly, which is where they rank like the 50 greatest superheroes of all time. Oh, yeah. Uh, Such a nerd. But they, they didn't have that when they still had last week's issue, and plastered on the cover is it says the best new show of the fall season (laughs) this is us so that was sort of the nudge that gate made me go home and finally dig into this show i've now watched three of the first five episodes wow it is good
1: it is good it's surprisingly i'm still trying to figure out why it's so good because most of the episodes i sit there on the verge of crying the whole time, like in a good way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's that touching to me for some reason. It's just, uh, hits a chord and I've loved every minute of it. It's, it's about, uh, it's a sprawling family drama, like you said, and there's a bunch of different moving parts and especially the, the Sterling K Brown side of it, I think has been the most compelling so far.
0: Yeah. And it touches, uh, the, the, the sort of the hook, um, that caught my attention. I think everybody's attention in the promos was that it focuses on all these people who share... A birthday. They're all 36 years old now. Yeah. And at first it looked, makes it look like it's just, you know, random people who aren't yeah. connected.
1: And I was like, how are they going to tie all that together? They all just go to the same restaurant for, for their birthday supper or something like that? Or I don't know.
0: But it turns out that uh, they managed to tie it together in a really sort of, I don't know if shocking is the word, but uh, it, it it was one of those wow moments. And it was also yeah. a wow. How did I not put that together myself? Yeah.
1: It's a, it was a clever, unexpected thing at the end of the pilot episode. So if you haven't started watching it, we won't spoil it for you, but you should
0: get on it. Yeah, it's a really good. And uh, what, I, what I've what i enjoyed so far is there was a twist at the end of the first episode. There was a twist sort of at the end of the second episode. So it's not just this schmaltzy drama that you can tell that they've really put some thought into the way that they're going to tell the stories uh, or these people's stories and how their lives intersect and... Um, I just think you should watch it. If you don't, uh, well, it's okay.
1: And after never seeing this guy in my life for the third time in eighteen months, he's popped up in one of our favorite shows this is an actor called Ron Cephas Jones. He was a Mr. Robot. I yep. forget his name on that. He's one of the computer hacker guys. Yep. And then he was uh he was the guy playing chess in the barbershop on Luke Cage. Yeah. And it, yeah, and then I saw him, and this is Us, so I was like, "What is going on? Where, where's this guy come from?" All of a sudden.
0: Well, and I I, I just looked him up uh, before the show, and he he's been around a lot, but yeah. this is the first real stretch of shows where he's landed some some leading roles, and good on them because he's yeah. great. And he's we can't figure been. out how old he is. No, his
1: age is conspicuously absent from any research you might do, and he looked like I would say twenty years younger. In Mr. Robot, than he does in This Is Us. Yeah, so I don't. I mean, he's clean shaven in one and not in the other. So maybe that's part of it, or maybe they're actually aging him up in some of these shows or something like that.
0: Well, and I I watched an interview of him, and he in Luke Cage and in this he has gray hair, but in the interview he had dark hair. Uh, His hair was black, so I don't know if they're dyeing his hair gray or if he dyes his hair black. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, But and he also has just has one of those faces where. He he looks kind of old, but we really don't know how old he is. Yeah. Point is, he's really good, <laughs> yeah. and uh, This Is Us is good, and it's doing exceptionally well in the ratings and this is what separates it from the previous nbc dramas that we mentioned parenthood and friday night lights which were not ratings winners i mean nbc had to strike that deal with remember that deal they made with With direct tv
1: for friday night lights yeah to keep
0: it alive they they made this deal where direct tv would get first dibs they would run the show in its entirety and then nbc would air it that's how much NBC wanted to keep the show alive. But This Is Us doing very well on the ratings. It's it's the number one show on a ratings-wise. It's got a
1: 3.6 rating, whatever that means. It's the best of the new shows. It, it doesn't have the most viewers. It has 12, mil, 12 million viewers. Bull is the number one show that way. It's got 16 million. But This Is Us has the, the coveted demos for the advertisers. So good for NBC because when's the last time they had the number one show of a scripted drama? Uh, I don't yeah, know. It's exactly. been a while. So uh, the second place show is designated survivor. It's got thirteen point seven million viewers, um, and Kevin can wait, which is something that makes my blood boil, Brett. That it's the number one comedy. It's got a, over eleven million viewers, and it goes speechless. We never really talked about that one. That's the one with. Uh, What's, Mini Driver. Yeah, I was going to say, what's her name from Goodwill Hunting? And Lethal Weapon is in the top five. <laughs> and I mean, I'm, 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 I can't believe I'm saying it. I'm loving Lethal Weapon. It's, it's, I think it's a show I look forward to the most every week. And I never really watched the movies. I may have seen the first one. I can, I have no recollection of it.
0: Well, maybe that's why you're enjoying it. Yeah. Because if I were to, wa- I haven't watched the show, so it's all, probably unfair for me to comment on it. But no, when I saw right. the trailer, I thought. Well, this is pointless uh, because the movies were great, but and yet I am w- watching The Exorcist, which uh, I love the movie, there you go. and I'm watching this television show. The, by the way, The Exorcist unveiled a really clever twist at the end of uh, its most recent, ep- I guess, the fifth episode, yeah. um, which is actually quite brilliant. I'm really excited about that show, but unfortunately, it's going to get canceled. You I, think so? Yep, yeah, it's it's gone.
1: That's it's good. Yeah, it's not. It's way at the bottom of this list of new shows. Not at the very bottom, but it's down there. Pitch is near the bottom too. Pitch is a new show. It's that baseball show with the first female. Major League Baseball pitcher on, on Fox. I, r- I really like it. It's getting over 5 million viewers a week. So it's doing, it's okay. There A lot of these shows are actually in pretty good shape for a first-time show.
0: Yeah, MacGyver, 10.4 uh, million viewers a week. Uh, so it's one of the top shows in terms of overall ratings. Um, uh, not a surprise. There are a couple of shows in the CW. I mean, the CW shows never have the best ratings anyway. No. Uh, but there's a show, Frequency, Frequency, which I don't know if you we've mentioned this before, but it's based on that movie. Yeah, with Jim Caviezel, where he he fires up his dad's old <clears throat> ham radio, and then manages to talk to him through time, talk to his younger like his dad's dead in his in the present, but he <laughs> manages to reach into the past somehow. So I thought that's an odd thing to adapt a television show. Yeah. No kidding. But uh, I can't even watch that in standard def because I currently don't have a a CW feed in in high definition. I can watch it in standard def, but... But you won't because standard def. Exactly. Do I really need to say more? Uh, And up next, we're going to get into another excellent show... Well, Jeff says it's excellent. Yes. That's another show that's piling up in my PVR. HBO's Westworld. We'll get into that in a moment. You're listening to The Couch Potatoes. Brett McGarry and Jeff Braun, we are The Couch Potatoes. Still talk. We've been doing a lot of talking recently about fall television. We were just talking about This Is Us and how it's uh, being seen by many as the best new show of the fall season. It's the top rated uh, show and the 18 to 49 demo, as far as new shows are concerned, uh, not the the ratings kingpin. It has 12 million viewers overall. Uh, Walking Dead, by the way, uh, ratings dominance. Once again, it had 17 million viewers for its very controversial season seven debut the other day. But still, uh, I think the overall top show on TV has got to be NCIS. But there's another show that uh, Jeff i know jeff's excited about it i want i gotta i gotta start watching it i don't i'm so far behind on everything uh shall i fire this clip jeffrey fire this clip brett for westworld i think there
1: may be something wrong with this world something
0: hiding underneath
1: Westworld Sunday's on HBO. It's based on a Michael Crichton book from the 70s. There's also a movie in the 70s starring Yul Brynner. Uh, The basic premise is Westworld... Is a creation like a Jurassic Park kind of thing. Also, another book written by Michael Crichton. Oh, yeah, he's got um, a thing for theme parks. I know it's a theme park uh, styled as as the Old West, and there are several towns and bush and countryside. And you can you pay forty thousand dollars a day. We find Brett, and you go there and you get to live like a cowboy. You can do whatever you want because all the cowboys in the park are actually robots. So it's set in the future, but. Sort of in the old west as well. And so you go there on vacation. You can shoot the robots dead. You can do whatever you want to the robots. And believe me, people do horrible things to the robots. But of course, it's a sci-fi show, so the robots are starting to question their own reality. There's a glitch with some of the programming, and in the movie, you know, they turn against the humans and start shooting at them and that sort of thing. So we haven't really got to that part yet. It's been on, I think, I think there's been four episodes so far. It stars uh, Evan Rachel Wood, Anthony Hopkins, he plays the guy who uh, runs the theme park. Jeffrey Wright's his number one man. Ed Harris is a longtime patron of the park who's on a quest. And uh, I mentioned, <clears throat> sorry, Evan Rachel Wood, she sort of is plays the main role robot and it's becoming my new lost (laughs) not it's it doesn't now lost was big with the feelings like loss would make you cry and make you laugh westworld is more along the lines of where you're trying to figure stuff out there's mysteries to be solved and that sort of thing and it's like is everyone what or who they appear to be uh is and or they is a tv show presenting everything In a proper fashion, or are they toying with us? You know, there's little clues. It's like, is that really what's going on or is this going on? And you can argue for and against it. And there's fun to be had on the internet going back and forth and looking at stuff and theories, fan theories galore. So I've really been enjoying that aspect of it.
0: Well, and you have, (laughs) we we used to celebrate the anniversary of the the passing of Lost every year for I don't know how many years. We'll
1: have to do it again next year. It's been six and a
0: half now. When's the last time you watched Lost?
1: Uh, I think, I think it was two years ago I ran through the whole thing and it's dangerous, man. Cause it's what, six seasons. Yep. I can do it in less than five weeks.
0: Yeah. Once you fall down that <laughs> rabbit
1: hole. It's just the rest of your life just falls apart. <laughs> like I would skip, you know, I would skip a funeral cause I was not watching Lost.
0: Well, on that positive <laughs> note up next, we're going to talk about. Don't b- die when I'm watching Lost, Brett. <laughs> Okay. Uh, we're going to talk about Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk up next. You're listening to The Couch Potatoes.
1: Welcome back to The Couch Potatoes. I'm Jeff. He's Brett. And a second trailer came out this week for a movie I'm very excited about called Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk.
0: Billy, what if you don't
1: go? I have to, get I made a commitment. I've still got a long walk ahead of me. And I will be waiting for you. It's an Ang Lee movie, which is a good thing, about a young soldier who returns from Iraq a war hero and is being honored at halftime of a football game. The new trailer features a lot more action from the front lines, including Billy Lynn's commanding officer, Vin Diesel.
0: Sorry, excuse for warrior I'm turning out to be. Make it about something bigger than yourself. These men are fighters. Let your training guide you. This it? It's going down. What? Let's go!
1: Sure's been hit! Feeling weird! Come on! Ah! It's a weird cast starring Diesel, Steve Martin, the sad girl from Twilight, Garrett Headland, Chris Tucker, and newcomer Joe Alwyn as Billy Lynn. The early word though it's a that it's a mixed bag, not a great story even though it is based on a best-selling book. But it's visually stunning as you would expect from Ang Lee. It's also being billed as a technical marvel. Lee shot it at a frame rate of 120 frames per second in 3D and 4K HD resolution. Regular movies have a standard frame rate of 24 frames per second. Peter Jackson shot those Hobbit movies at 48 frames per second, which had an odd effect. This is 120. Now most theaters won't be able to project that, but every big city should have at least one screen that will, so I'm curious to see how it looks. We'll find out November 18th. For
0: the first time in my life, I feel close to something bigger than myself. I hated that uh, that Peter Jackson experiment with the Hobbit. Really? And this is five times that? Well, uh, hey, I'm willing to, to give everything a chance. Uh, Jackson didn't get it right, at least for that first Hobbit movie. And uh, I don't even know if he did it for the next two. The I, sec- I
1: think I saw the second one like that. The third one, I didn't. And he, uh, honestly, with this, uh, might not even really be able to see it.
0: That's all the time we have. I'm Brett, he's Jeff. Next week, we have the November movie preview. Woo, Billy Lynn's Time walk. And remember, if it requires getting off the couch, don't bother. This is 680 CJOB.